Tipping Sacred Cows, the uplifting story of spilt milk and finding your own spiritual path in a hectic world. Wife, mother, and award-winning producer of the sleeper hit What the Bleep Do We Know, Betsy Chassie thought she had it all figured out until she realized she didn't. She didn't know anything about happiness, love, spirituality, or herself. Nothing, nada, zilch. In a book that's anything but quiet, Chassie takes readers on a playful romp through the muddy fields of life and spirituality. Witty yet unflinching, Chassie exposes her own experience tipping sacred cows and dissects the fragile beliefs we all hold so dear. Because the truth is, we each have a choice to believe the stories we tell ourselves or create new ones. A candid, no-nonsense confession, Chassie's story gives readers the freedoms to break free from their old patterns and gleefully frolic through the fields, cow-tipping at will, and in the process, create a new reality for themselves. Jenny McCarthy says she is raw, open, honest, and hilarious as she tries to figure out what the hell to make of this life. Barbara Marks Hubbard says, a pure delight, it will make you laugh and give you courage to face anything. And Ariel Ford says, this is the true story of a witty, wonderful, and wise woman who had it all, lost most of it, and then discovered how to have an amazing life. Tipping Sacred Cows by Betsy Chassie. Chapter 11, Fear and Judgment, The Real Battle for Survival. I hate to fly. I mean, seriously, I hate it with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. I hate it so much. I am your worst nightmare on a plane. Bless you if you end up sitting next to me. I sweat, I hyperventilate, and if you're game, I'll talk to you about anything. I'm happy to chat about your last colonoscopy if that's all you got. Whatever. Bring it on. Just don't let me think about being in a metal tube, rocketing through the sky at 30,000 feet. It all seems so unnatural and pushes up against my need for control and my fear of free falling from 30,000 feet. Since I'm so eager to chat, I've met some really interesting people on planes and had some pretty interesting talks about fears. I once met a young man, gosh, he was a cutie, setting off to Iraq. As he boarded the plane, I could instantly tell he was a soldier. He was with a bunch of other soldiers, all dressed in street clothes, but clearly freshly shaved and ready for battle. This one must have drawn the short straw because he ended up sitting next to me. He sat down, and I didn't even hesitate to launch into my sob story about my fear of flying. I said outright, listen, I hate to fly, so if you don't mind, I'll chat you up for an hour and a half and be on my way. He laughed and said, sure. I grilled him about his life, what he did in the military, and why on earth he had joined in the first place. This was all before takeoff. As the plane sped down the runway and the nose lifted into the air, I grabbed his hand, and you know what? He held it back. If I weren't on a small plane, I swear I might have married him on the spot. He was a perfect gentleman with a slight southern drawl, and about 19, which put him into the cute and too young category. But this didn't stop me from having an hour-and-a-half love affair. He asked me what I did, and when I said I was a writer, he got this faraway look in his eye. He hesitated for a moment before he said, I wanted to be a writer. I've been writing poetry since I could spell, and I've always wanted to write a novel. I am always amazed at the confessions we make to complete strangers. The freedom we feel to tell it like it is because the person we're confessing to will never tell anybody and probably doesn't care anyway. But I did. I asked him why he didn't become a writer, and this 19-year-old Southern Adonis, seriously, he was hot, looked at me and said, I was afraid I would fail and my family and friends would be disappointed in me. 
So instead, he joined the army and was heading into violence and physical danger and possible death, as if losing his life in a war was less frightening than being told his writing was bad. Fear is the grand bovine of sacred cows. We don't even realize how sacred our fears have become, how protective we are of them, and how fiercely we will fight to hide them from the world. Our ego has worked overtime to hide them, creating masks that cover the beliefs that stem from our secret fears. Our nightmares are a bevy of these thought monsters that have been lurking in the recesses of our brains and come out from the shadows to torment us.